Welcome to the Go and Tell Gals podcast. I'm your host, Jess Connolly. I'm an author, a Bible teacher, a coach, and I'm obsessed with helping women take their place in the kingdom and use their God-given gifts. At Go and Tell Gals, we equip and encourage women with different tools like our Map to More guide, our group coaching program, Go Teams, and even by training other women as coaches through our licensing program. Whether you're a college student, a stay-at-home mom, a small business owner, an astronaut, or a veterinarian, our goal is that you lead this episode feeling more empowered to do what God has called you to do. We're so glad you're here and we're on your team. Let's jump into this week's episode. Hey friends, this is Jess, and this is a little bit different of an episode for Go and Tell Gals. So here's the deal. I have been out of town. I have been doing some work out of town. I've been retreating and doing a little bit of rest. And so I said, you know what, gals? Why don't the rest of the Go and Tell Gals team take over the podcast for the week and let's hear from you guys. This isn't really like an ask me anything situation, but it's where I ask the girls some questions I had for them and questions that honestly, I think that you guys will be encouraged to hear. They're going to tell you about their role at Go and Tell Gals, what made them get into this kind of work. They're going to talk about running their race specifically and what that looks like. And I pray that it is not only encouraging, but also entertaining. Meet my gals. All right. So this is how this is going to go. I am going to ask all of the team a question, and you're going to hear them answer. And then I'll come back and ask the next question. So let's kick it off. First, will each of you tell me your name, your role at Go and Tell Gals? And, you know, I'd love to hear your favorite part about working. Hi, friends. I am Anna. I am the director at Go and Tell Gals. I have a lot of favorite parts about working here, but the one that I will share now is that I love getting to just build something from the ground up. Um, I've been with Go and Tell Gals from the beginning, almost four years ago. And so everything that we've done has been kind of a new challenge, a new opportunity to wonder how can we build this? How can we reach the people that we're called to? How can we hold the problems or questions that they are facing or that they have and reach them and figure out the products to create or what messages we need to say, how we can do those things, how we can do them well. And again, just with the overall goal of serving who we are called to in the process, just getting to be a part of something that is bigger than me, that has such a sense of purpose that I get to serve others is, yeah, I would say my very favorite part. I got into this work when I was kind of poached by Jess Connolly. Um, just kidding, kind of. I worked in a few different jobs before working for Go and Tell Gals. I worked in account management for a while. I worked in merchandising. I then worked in retail management. And I actually, along the retail management vein, applied to work as a shop manager for All Good Things Collective, which was a past business of Jess's. And I was in an interview for that job. And about halfway through, I'll never forget these words, Jess turned to me and said, we're going to take a left turn now. And I had never met her before, didn't know her, terrifying. But at that point, she pitched me the vision of Go and Tell Gals. Um, And I had initially applied to that job at All Good Things because I was just feeling kind of like a yearning or a calling to something more, something with 
just a different mission than what I was doing at the time. And when Jess pitched me going Tell Gals, it was nothing but a name and a vision, but I just felt like that was the more that I was being pulled towards. So I quit my salary job with benefits and I started working with Jess. And then from there, we kind of started building Go and Tell Gals from the ground up. And it's been about four years since then. Hey, hey, my name is Hensley White, and I am the customer delight manager here at Go and Tell Gals. And that pretty much means that I help with anything related to our customer, our girl. So I manage our merchandise shop, I manage the Facebook pages, and I really just try to make sure that in everything that we do, we are blessing and really taking care of our girls. So yeah, it's wonderful. It's wonderful to always be thinking about the women that we get to serve. And my favorite thing about working here is just that we get to serve women on mission. It's our entire business. It literally brings me so much joy to watch women grow and flourish in their specific callings. I have been working at Go and Tell Gals a little bit over two years. When I first started, I was a full-time nanny right out of college, praying for something more. I wasn't really sure what my next steps were going to be. And so I randomly applied for a super, super part-time job shipping for go and tell gals. And at that time they had just started doing merch. It was really just the girl for the job t-shirts. And I was really working like four to seven hours a week. And it just gradually grew into something more. I always believed that I would be doing some kind of ministry, maybe something in the church, possibly working with women, but I never, ever could have dreamed that it would be something so specific towards my calling. This is Caroline. Caroline Lenny is my name from Team Go and Tell Gals. I am the marketing director here at Go and Tell Gals. So it's my job to see our products through the marketing process and communicate about abundance and goodness and encourage our girls online like you. And it is so much fun. But I think my favorite part about working here is really seeing women understand that they do have gifts that they can use that they've been given by God for the good of others and the glory of God. And when women realize that, everything changes. The community around them changes, the church changes, the kingdom changes, and the world changes. So there is just nothing better than that moment. And that's why I love doing what I do. I transitioned into this type of work. So this is actually my first big full-time job after college. So I moved here after graduating college. I worked for a few businesses in college, graduated and moved to Charleston, South Carolina to do marketing for Jess. I've always loved Jess and I've always loved marketing. And I've always loved going tell gals and I've always loved women. So it was just really a perfect fit. I studied fashion in college. I studied luxury fashion in Italy. I did a lot of luxury fashion studies and creativity studies in college along with marketing. And I really thought I was headed in that direction um, to work in that industry. But thankfully, God kind of turned my path and brought me here. And I am so grateful. 
Hey gals, my name is Emily Ripkema and I'm the brand manager here at Go and Tell Gals. My favorite part about working here is that I get to work with women who are passionate and are called to equip and care for other women, which means that every day I get to listen and watch the behind the scenes of the workings of women who are living on mission. The way that I made this transition to work, this kind of work is kind of funny. If you knew me just even two years ago, you would be shocked to know where I'm working right now. All of college and a few years after, I was pursuing a career in the medical field, even my degree, biological sciences. I'm truly at this job because I said yes when a friend asked. I never really was at peace in my pursuit of medicine, but I just pretended I was fine. And thankfully, God knows that for me, I need closed doors in order for me to look around at the other good things in my life. So here I am now, and I am so happy to be here. Okay, I love all of that. Here is question number two. What's the hardest part about the work you do here at Go and Tell Gals? I think honestly, the hardest part is probably what I said is my favorite part. Being part of a quote unquote startup means that we're building things from scratch. And while I love kind of the wonder of it and focusing on who we're serving and how to best serve them, that's also really hard work. Everything is everyone's job and we figure everything out as we go. So that means that we are the ideators. We are the design team. We are the website builders and the marketers and the writers and the salespeople and the shipping team and the podcast producers. And so, you know, we both dream and we execute and that's really incredible, but it's really hard work when we're holding all of that and all the while also just holding the delicate balance of the people that we're serving and the burden that we feel for them. The hardest part of what I do right now is wanting more so badly for every woman that I encounter. I really don't like seeing women stuck or selling themselves short or hiding back from their God-given gifts. I struggle when I see women not believing that they're good enough or that God has good for them and believing that. So some days our work can be really heavy and it can be hard to hold these things. I just have to remember that God has it and it isn't up to me and it isn't up to our team. It isn't up to us that it's ultimately this is God's work that we get to partake in. The hardest part about our work at Go and Tell Gals, I think, from my perspective, from me, is when we just face discouragement in women, when we kind of get up against the wall of women who are discouraged or that they think that they don't have gifts or that abundance isn't available for them. And there's just nothing more untrue. I think that's the hardest thing to see, which it also just propels the work that we do in general. I think that's my answer. Women, we have no reason to be discouraged. God is on our side and abundance is available to us. The hardest part about the work that I do, I love to take on a lot of things but I can really get caught up in the tasks. I'm an efficiency queen and I can tell you the fastest way to get anything done. But this job isn't about efficiency. This job isn't about fast track way to get the best thing. It's about equipping and encouraging. So it's pretty often that I have to have a check-in and take some time and remember the reason why I'm doing the work that I'm doing. 
That was super helpful to hear from all of you. Next up, what keeps you running your race? What keeps me running my race is you. Yes, you listening to this podcast. I think about the women that we serve all the time and most days they, you are what keeps me going. That and I would say just a feeling of the sense of peace and calling to the work that I get to do. Like I mentioned before, I know what it's like to be in a job that is a really good job and honestly kind of a dream job by earthly standards, but not feel a passion or a calling to it. So just being able to remember that feeling and staying as connected to that and the calling that I feel just really helps me keep going. I keep running my race because I know that God is moving and that he's working in me and around me and that every single day is new. And I truly believe that there's something new to learn every single day. And I feel like I'm finally in a place that I really believe I'm where I'm supposed to be and I'm trusting that. So I feel like God's got this and that it's such a joy and such a gift to get to be a part of the work that I do, to get to work alongside women, to get to serve women, and that my mission is serving women on mission. It's so cool. And it's constantly the thing that I go back to. And it's constantly the thing that encourages me to keep going. What keeps me running my race? That is such a good question. When I think about it, the first answer is a simple answer, but it's really what allows me to keep going in general. It keeps my heart soft. It keeps me with purpose. It keeps me joyful. And that is prayer. I'm lost without prayer, without my prayer life. And it shows when I'm not talking to God every single day. So that is super important. That just keeps me running always. Second to that, I would say my community. I think we need people who know us and know us well on the ground and in person. I work on the internet. All my work is on the internet. And I love internet friends. But it's just vital that we nourish and connect with our community around us. That is really helpful because that's where like we meet humanness and get to be seen and known and loved and do the same for others. So that keeps me going. It always like the end of every single day. It is never the task. It is never the to-do list. It is always the people that matter. So finding that community and that connection is so important to me. Third thing that keeps me running is creativity. I really love creativity. I said this a little bit earlier, but I did study creativity in college. And the one thing that sticks out to me about the practice of creativity is that everyone is creative because God is creative. We're made in the image and likeness of God. So practicing that creativity and really creating space to create, even if it isn't for work or for purpose, kind of like what I like to call creating to recreate, just creating freely is so important to me and really refreshes my soul and my purpose and my mission. So yeah, creativity would be my final thing. I think what keeps me running is seeing him move in my own life and in the lives of my friends and the people I love and the people I serve. The past two years, I have become really intentional about jotting down my prayer requests, even if they're big or small, small as in I'm looking for a roommate and who should I live with? And every once in a while, I would go back and notice 
how often I could put a date next to the prayer for when it was answered. Some took a lot longer than I ever wanted, but I could see the way that he moved in such specific ways. I think that's so often that we forget to look and we forget to look back and see all of the ways that God really was there for us. And it's not always this glitz and glamour. It's just in the small spaces of our lives. And so this is a reason, knowing that the God that we serve is also kind and loving and cares for us with such intentionality. Okay, here is our last question and my favorite so far. If you could encourage all of our gals with just one truth, what would you say to them right now? I would say that everything about you is on purpose. I don't think that women fully comprehend everything that they're up against every day. And we have so many challenges as it is through our culture, through historical events, through everything that we don't need our own selves lacking belief about our capacity and our abilities and where we've been placed. So don't be another obstacle. Don't be another thing standing in your own way. Agree that you were created on purpose and that the story and the strengths and the weaknesses and everything that you have in you was on purpose. He didn't make a mistake with you. He doesn't overlook you and he will absolutely use you right where you're at if you let him. If I could encourage you guys with just one truth that I hold on to, it's this. Trust God that he is who he says he is and trust God that you are who he says you are. He's a good father. He's a gracious giver. He's all loving. He's all just. He's a truth teller. God says that you are his kid, that you were made in his image, that you belong here and that you are so, so deeply loved by your father. We just have to trust him. If I could encourage our girls with one truth, it would be a classic truth from that we say a lot at Go and Tell Gals, but it is real and important, and that is you are the girl for the job. I think when we say to another woman, you are the girl for the job, we never get asked back, like, what job are you talking about? It's always clear. Like, I think the Spirit always just gives us wisdom when we hear that encouragement to know how to keep going. So I would just like to speak that over you today. You are the girl for the job. You are the girl for the job wherever your feet are planted. And I believe that you will see the Lord work exactly where you are. You will see abundance exactly where you are, that you are placed on purpose and the Lord has called you and you have gifts and you are the girl for the job. Proceed with that confidence because the Holy Spirit's in you, friends. Here's what I'll tell you. God is not done working in your life. And I know this because it says this in Philippians 1.6, being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it to completion until the day of Jesus Christ. So if you're feeling stuck or lost, I'm going to invite you to start looking for Jesus in every day because you will find him. He will show up. Start listening. Start being really intentional about the time that you're spending with him. And it doesn't always have to be where you're talking to him. He has a lot that he wants to say to you. And you might feel like you don't know where you're going, but guess what? 
he's going to tell you. And he might be leading you somewhere that is so scary and so unknown. But guess what? He has also promised he has gone before you and he will never leave you and he will continue to walk through this with you. You are listening to the Go and Tell Gals podcast. You can find us at goandtellgals.com online or go and tell gals on Instagram or Facebook. We would be so honored if you had a minute to leave a review wherever you've listened to this episode, share it with your friends and let us know that you're listening. We're so grateful for you. God is mighty in you.